0: Welcome to Shining Bright with Serene Grace. Over the next hour, Serene, together with her guests, will inspire you to expand your mind, body, and spirit, and transform yourself. Now, here is your host, Serene Grace.
1: Happy Holidays! I'm your host, Shining Bright with Serene Grace on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Today, I have a returning guest my cousin, Sarah Jean, who is a social media influencer with a background in being a certified esthetician and holds a degree in psychology. She has a unique perspective on beauty and health. Cruelty-free and clean beauty is her theme that she promotes on her social media. She is a friend to the earth and creatures. She also writes articles for the etiquette website, the Inspiring Peacock Post. Within this episode, holiday cheer with your merry misfits Please join us for some sparkling cheer and laughter as we go over some fabulous holiday traditions and concepts on self-care that will diversify your mindset. Now, I'd like to welcome back my returning guest, Sarah Jean. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Serene. Thank
2: you for having me back. It's always fun. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. So, you're back for a
1: third time. I'm so excited. Since our last show that we did together, Take Care of the Inner You, I hope you've been doing well.
2: I've been doing well. Um, I have been seeing a new psychiatrist, and I'm really liking them. So your self-care has been a a top priority? Yes.
1: Okay. Well, tell me, what have you been doing uh, since our last show together? Anything exciting?
2: Oh, yes. I have been one busy bee. Uh, with working full-time, when I'm not working at my um, quote-unquote job, I work on my website, beautybellsvanity.com. I also work on my Instagram, beautybellsvanity, and I am working on creating clothing designs to get some uh, hoodies, t-shirts, and other fun apparel out with my logo and some fun designs that I create. I have some holiday ones that will be coming up soon. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, this is one of your uh, special projects
1: that are coming up around the end of the year. When is that supposed to launch?
2: The holiday apparel should, I would hope, launch probably early December.
1: Okay, that's great. I can't wait. And is that going to be on your website?
2: I'm going to try to get it on my website. It's um, in the works. It's it's a it's a lot to do with plugins and codes, and um, because I'm working with another company, I have to see about getting my own stuff put in. Well, I'm definitely excited. And what about any
1: upcoming holiday time with your boyfriend and family?
2: Uh, yes. Every year, because we live so far away from our families, we go back and we. Uh, celebrate on the East Coast. Um, I visit my family, he visits his family, and then we come together and meet up to spend time with uh, each other. And then we fly back to wherever we are living at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: I remember last year, uh, we finally got to see each other after three years during the pandemic. And that's when it just happened that both of us I was in Maryland for uh, a funeral with where one of our aunts passed away like a few days before Christmas, God mm-hmm. rest her soul. And then you flew in because Sean's parents live in uh, Virginia and close by to your your mom as well. Is that correct? Uh, Yeah. And the thing is, that ended up being a perfect timing for us to get together after three years of not seeing one another. And that was a fabulous time that we had.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, it was It was a lot of fun. Yes. And I have to say,
1: uh, do you have any other holiday news coming up with new projects on your social media?
2: Um, no, that's pretty much all that's in the works at the moment. But I mean, for all I know, I could wake up tomorrow and come up with another idea or have somebody else reach out to me. <laughs> well, like you said, you're a very busy bee. Yes. I do know with your current uh, website
1: you've been writing more beauty and health articles and they're about to be launched pretty soon yes and what's the name of your website again beautybellsvanity.com okay well i'll be looking forward to them so keep a look out folks she's writing a lot of great advice on beauty and health and she knows what she talks about Okay, so moving forward, so this show is our holiday special for our viewers to learn more about who we are in this world. Sarah, can you tell people why we are called the Misfits? What are your thoughts?
2: (laughs) Yeah, we call ourselves the Misfits because we feel we don't fit traditional life roles or feel as though we perfectly fit within our family. Uh, they say you can't pick your family. I completely disagree because I don't feel that blood is the only thing that makes you family. I have a lot of friends that I would consider to be my family members. And, you know, we talked about this uh, in our first show
1: where sometimes we don't fit the mold with our traditional families. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's why sometimes you feel like an outsider and that's why you feel like a, a misfit, especially when we came up with the name. The Misfits, it came from the Rudolph special. Mm-hmm. Remember, mm-hmm. Island? Mm-hmm. And, and somehow that fit well with Sarah and I. And um, especially within our traditional families, we were kind of a little bit more the eccentric, a little bit the outsiders. And so that's why her and I mesh very well. And it kind of goes very apropos of our personalities. And that's why we're free-spirited. And that's why we are the Misfits. Yep. Mary Mary Misfits, that's right. So Sarah, the title of the show is so fitting for us, like we just explained. And you came up with the name for the show. And please tell me, what is the reason why you call our show today Holiday Chair with your Mary Misfits?
2: Is there a positive aspect to that? Yes, there's definitely a positive aspect to that. Well, obviously, we're the misfits of the family because we don't fit the traditional molds or the molds that our family wanted us to um, be cooped up in. And but we always try to remain positive for ourselves and others around us, and that's where the merry part came from. So um, I feel we're always very positive and cheerful, and try to uh, try our best to cheer others up. So. I thought Mary Misfits was kind of perfect.
1: I think it was too. And that's another thing as cousins and slash soul sisters, we have a way of taking the little things in life and just laugh about it. Like remember that time uh, when I was engaged and you were spending the Christmas uh, holiday with me, you were spending a night. And then we got the selfie stick when they, when they first came out. And then we were trying to learn how to do the selfie stick (laughs) I mean, we were we were not pros at it, but we took the most goofiest pictures of that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I had I had a lot of fun being covered in bows too.
1: <laughs> oh, I remember that one. You were covered with all the bows from all the presents, and you're holding that glass of wine, and you're and you're and not say you were tipsy, but I mean you were like the perfect present.
2: Oh yeah, I was feeling good. I was uh, I was luciola bow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Okay, so when you were growing up, what TV
1: shows you used to watch during the holiday season as a kid? Thanksgiving, Christmas shows.
2: What are your thoughts? Well, I grew up, um, obviously, on Thanksgiving. um, I'm a big parade person, so I had to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Even now as an adult, uh, I make sure to watch it. (laughs) Even if I don't have anybody else around with me, I still tune in. Um and at Christmas uh, story was played on Thanksgiving night. You know,
1: I always love watching the Macy Day parade. And that's something I did not have the chance to do in my bucket list was to see it uh, in person, even though I went to New York city quite a bit, which used to be one of my old stopping grounds, but that is one thing I still like to do when the times are better with the world later on. And, a Christmas Story, I love that story. And matter of fact, last year when I was in Maryland seeing my parents before they moved to Georgia, we went and saw A Christmas Story play and that was phenomenal at the uh, Hippotron in Bonner, Maryland. And you know what other TV shows or movies you, you thought resonated with you for the holidays? Like for instance, I love the Chevy Chase, A Christmas Vacation. I love that movie.
2: I'm probably one of the few who are not who is not a fan of that movie. Oh, well, that's okay. Well, what are you fan of? Um, I'm a huge fan of Disney, so I always make sure to watch Mickey's once a once and twice upon a Christmas. Uh they are very special to me. I grew up watching them and um uh I would watch them after school sometimes with my great grandmother and I like elf and a Santa Claus series. And um, I love a Christmas Carol. Absolutely. Especially the Disney version one. Yes. Yes. That's a classic. Now as to
1: Christmas movies, I love the Home Alone movies. That's oh a God. classic. Oh, you can't <laughs> forget those. And now even you and I have a 12 year difference. When I was growing up, there were the other christmas specials that were the um you know here comes santa claus mm-hmm. um you know frosty the snowman yes himself jack frost and a lot of the older version uh shows that had a lot of great christmas uh, music and then even for Thanksgiving and Christmas. I love the Charlie Brown specials.
2: Yes. I love Charlie Brown and those claymations are a big part of our, my uh, Christmas life and Christmas tradition with my boyfriend now.
1: Yes. And they're so classic today. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And
2: Garfield.
1: I yes. used to watch oh, and,
2: and Muppets. Muppets, and the Muppets. A- absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, I,
1: Oh, the Flintstones. Remember some of the other animated uh, cartoons? Mm-hmm. The Flintstones, yeah. they had their Christmas special. Remember the mm-hmm. classic? Yeah. Yeah. Is is it, you know
2: what
1: it's it's right. Yeah. Any other ones that ring a bell? Oh, geez. Um, Here's a classic. Now, this is an old classic. Uh, Was it the, the Miracle on 34th
2: Street? Oh, yes. That, that is a wonderful movie. That and um, a, w- a Wonderful Life. Yes.
1: Oh, wait a minute. The Grinch That Stole Christmas. Oh my gosh, how can we forget it? (laughs) Especially, you have the Jim Carrey version of The Grinch That Stole Christmas. Mm -hmm.
2: Any other ones that we can't think on top of our head? I'm sure there's plenty out there that I watch, but those are probably, those are the only ones that are rattling around in my head. Oh, wait a minute.
1: What about the Disney princesses? Usually they have Christmas special, slight beauty and the beast
2: yes, frozen yes the
1: enchanted christmas yes i love that movie oh my I love, so, christmas, let, I love that song from all the shows and movies that we're saying are favorite which one is your ultimate favorite like the number one? Oh, good god oh no <laughs> what's the first thing that comes to your head
2: mickey's once upon a time and uh, twice upon a time It's not not as old, but I absolutely love them.
1: You know, the first thing that comes to me, I'll just say it, is the Walt Disney version of A Christmas Carol. Mm
0: -hmm. That's a
1: classic. And I think the movie for me, was was what I said earlier, is the Chevy Chase Christmas uh, Vacation. And, of course, the Claymation uh, shows and all the rest. But the ones that come to mind is, again, A Disney, A Christmas Carol, and then the Chevy Chase uh, Christmas Vacation movie. Mm -hmm. classic now we are going to take a brief intermission i'm shy bright with serene grace on the voice america empowerment channel i shall return after a few commercial breaks
0: ready to shift your outlook and find your shining purpose in life Are you seeking to empower yourself and create a positive impact within today's world? Everyone has a sparkle within them that has a divine imprint to follow with free will and choices, along with divine guidance. These factors together will help you on the journey of life and lead to awakening the inner you that can shape your future in an empowering way. Join our host, Shining Bright, with Serene Grace, with each episode on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, and start the journey today. You are listening to Shining Bright with Serene Grace. We hope you're ready to transform yourself and awaken the inner you. Now, back to the show with Serene. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Shine Bright with Serene Grace
1: on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, let's return to my guest, Sarah Jean. Hi, Sarah. Hello, Serene. Okay, so what other favorite holiday traditions did you grow up with?
2: I grew up watching Nightmare Before Christmas on Halloween. Um, I also watched it around Christmas time, too, because it is for both. A new tradition I have for Halloween is watching Evil Dead series with my boyfriend. He got me into those movies. And two things that I grew up with around Christmas was getting a holiday Barbie and a Disney snow globe. Holiday Barbies are still around, which I'm very happy about. I am deeply saddened, though, that I cannot find my Disney snow globes anymore. I would love to keep... um, Looking for them in the stores. That was one of my favorite parts, just browsing and going ooh and ah over them. <laughs> now,
1: I know for one of my other traditions, I mean, there's many. I love to go for around Christmas to some of the light displays, mm-hmm. the big light displays, and go with uh, family and friends and see them. And then also, uh, you know, because I have a Catholic background, I also love the tradition to decorate the Catholic church and putting up the uh, manger in the church and uh, other Christmas decorations. And then also just driving around your neighborhood, seeing Christmas lights, how people decorate their homes. Mm-hmm. That's always been amazing. And I don't know if you ever done this, but I've had a few occasions to go Christmas caroling when I was younger to people's homes and. Uh, you know, probably a couple of days leading up around Christmas uh, in the cold weather. And uh, again, seeing the Christmas lights that way too.
2: I imagine that was a lot of fun. I've driven around and saw Christmas lights before, but I myself have never been caroling. Well, more the merrier. Yeah. So try. But then again, you live in Alaska. What are some of Alaska's
1: uh, traditions for Christmas?
2: Oh not hanging up christmas lights where i live which i won't completely uh divulge just for uh, security purposes um (laughs) it's um christmas lights go up usually on halloween which is really funny because you can drive around and just see people putting up their lights oh you mean in alaska that early yeah because it gets darker now right yeah well, it also becomes uh, unbearable to be outside. Nobody wants to be up and on a ladder uh, later than really Halloween to put up lights.
1: So basically, you don't want to become a ice sculpture when you put yes. up lights.
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You you get up there, and you're liable to stay up there till probably May. <laughs>
1: there you go. And you also live close to a, a town called the North Pole, and there's the Santa house. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That's a big. That's a big uh, Alaska tradition. Even in um, for Anchorage area, people do come down and uh, see it because of um, it's it's huge. It has a bunch of Christmas decorations year round. They have Santa and Mrs. Claus there. Um, his name is Santa. He had illegally changed to Santa Claus. Oh wow! Yes, and um, I'm not quite sure if he won or not. But I do know that he was running for Congress. <laughs> so, oh, well, there you go. As for for Congress.
1: I probably elect him as president. <laughs> president Claus. Anyway, so when it comes to holidays, what are some of your favorite family holiday traditions?
2: Growing up, me and my family would open up one present each on Christmas Eve. That was pretty special to me. And then we would wake up the next morning and open up the rest.
1: That sounds like a similar German tradition. Now, on my father's family, he's, he, he's from Germany and Mm -hmm. he grew up when he was a child in Germany until he, he came over to the States where my Oma married someone who uh, was in the U.S. army. And then my father got adopted by his stepfather. And took on his uh stepfather's last name and then growing up when i came in the world i remember uh, with my german family we would celebrate on christmas eve by having a huge party and everyone would exchange gifts uh on christmas eve and that was always something fun and of course christmas day when you're a kid in the regular you know american tradition you have still some gifts to open up but i remember always having on the german side of the family opening gifts and having huge family celebration and then being part catholic on my mother's side of the family because you know my mother was catholic we always had a tradition of going to midnight mass and celebrating uh you know Christmas that way. And that was always a family um, tradition and I still do that today.
2: Uh, never. Um, Christmas Eve, we uh, usually spent it with my grandparents um, on my um, mom's side. And then in the morning, uh, my great-grandmother from my mom's side would come over.
1: Now, speaking of our families, what mm-hmm. are some of your favorite holiday family recipes?
2: Mm, so many. But my Christmas dinner is never complete without stuffed cabbages. My great grandmother used to make them when she was around. But my mom um, uh, has been making them ever since um, she's passed. And didn't you have a tradition for seafood chowder on Christmas Eve? Yes, my um, mom started that one. Uh, We would get a bunch of different seafoods together and make our own homemade seafood chowder for Christmas Eve. And it was delicious. I bet it was. Now, when
1: my mother's side family, your aunt, the Italian side, we would have a couple family recipes of making gnocchis. With Italian sausage in it and always having that life for not just for Christmas, but also maybe for Thanksgiving. And that was always something, and even for Easter, that was always something that I would see that my mother would make, our Mimi would make, mm-hmm. um, even our other relatives would have at, you know, holiday dinners. And then our Italian grandmother, uh, Mimi, she would make these powder cookies called uh, Crystalese. And they were twisted uh, cookies and then she put sugary powder over it. And mm-hmm. the thing is, one of the traditions that Mimi used to do, she would make them the day before Christmas. She would get up early in the morning and she would do rolling her uh, rolling pin with the dough and then use a fork
2: Mm-hmm. To cut out,
1: to make these cookies, and then she kind of – I think there's a way of frying them and then putting the powder, and they were delicious.
2: Oh, yes. They're so good. Nice and crispy.
1: And, you know, this is a special thought, and this is uh, reflected her, and she's no longer with us. It's been a long time. But the but for 10 years, she did not make those cookies until the last year of her life. And it was that Christmas that, you know, we had her, and then she passed away, Well, I think, January 2nd. And she ended up making, it wasn't the day before Christmas, but it was maybe a few weeks prior, she made her chrysalis, and they were the best chrysalis. And I do know that we have that recipe, uh, one of our uncles has, and I need to get it from them so we can put that uh, for one of our holiday recipes on the Inspire Peacock post. Yes. And then, going back to my German grandmother, our Oma, and she's now with me, she was a chef by occupation she loved to bake and she would make these fabulous sugar cookies with really neat uh, cookie cutouts of holiday shapes and put special chocolate or vanilla icing with the sprinkles and then she used to make this super double budge cookie and then she would create these care packages and send them to all her relatives if they were over in germany or you know different parts of state and I, i i missed that and then another special thought comes to mind when I had the Christmas Eve uh, celebrations with my German family. She would make this special uh, pudding cake and what's special about the cake was the icing. It was pudding icing. And it was out of this world. And she would make the cake for other special events, but that cake was always there for Christmas Eve. And I miss that. Sounds delicious. You would say this too, when it comes to those recipes, our grandmothers probably took them to their graves, but Luckily, we still have those recipes that we remember watching them and also some of our relatives. So I think it would be really great for our viewers that we have an upcoming Christmas edition where we're going to be writing articles and presenting recipes and other fun holiday facts uh, on the Inspiring Peacock post. So that's something for our viewers to look forward to. So we'll be providing those recipes, as we mentioned, for uh, family recipes.
2: Yes, I look forward to sharing them. Yeah.
1: So when it comes to Christmas, it can be remarkably diverse. I love how there are different traditions in countries. And
2: what are your thoughts on that? Yes, I think it's wonderful how um, Christmas traditions and holiday traditions in general are celebrated so differently throughout the world uh, and how we can learn from each other. There's one tradition that I really love um i've never partaken in it but um i i kind of want to at some point because it'd be really fun uh it's a S- icelandic tradition called um i'm sorry iceland if i butcher this but <laughs> i'm going to say <laughs> and it's when you involve families getting together and you gift each other's books and you all just settle down for the night and get cozy and you read the books that you were gifted.
1: I think that's a wonderful tradition. Mm-hmm. And another tradition is uh, the Christmas pickle. The Christmas pickle is like a German tradition. And I started doing that for the last decade where I would get an ornament looks like a pickle and with the christmas pickle you put it in your christmas tree and you if someone can find the christmas pickle i think it's like the night before Mm -hmm. christmas they get an extra gift but they have to find the christmas pickle hidden somewhere in the christmas tree
2: yeah so i've I've partaken in that with um my family too it's really it's really fun to try and find the (laughs) find a little pickle ornament we don't we don't use a actual gift for in case we don't find it (laughs) Yes. Okay, so
1: we are about to go to our brief intermission. I am Shine Bright with Serene Grace on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I shall return after a few commercial breaks.
0: Ready to shift your outlook and find your shining purpose in life? Are you seeking to empower yourself and create a positive impact within today's world? Everyone has a sparkle within them that has a divine imprint to follow with free will and choices, along with divine guidance. These factors together will help you on the journey of life and lead to awakening the inner you that can shape your future in an empowering way. Join our host, Shining Bright, with Serene Grace, with each episode on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, and start the journey today. You are listening to Shining Bright with Serene Grace. We hope you're ready to transform yourself and awaken the inner you. Now, back to the show with Serene. Welcome back,
1: everyone. I am Shine Bright with Serene Grace on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, let's return to my guest, Sarah Jean. Sarah, there are other unique traditions that countries have, and I don't know if you know about this one, the one in Japan. Japan has a very unique Christmas tradition. Would you like to hear it? Yes. (laughs) Okay. They eat KFC chicken. That is interesting. (laughs) And it was all thought of by Takashi Okara, who owned the first KFC restaurant in Japan. And in 1970, he began selling a Christmas barrel of chicken inspired by the Christmas dinner, the original American Christmas dinner. Did you not know that? No,
2: I did not know that. I didn't know that either. But hey, you gotta love chicken. Yes, I I myself am a Popeye's girl, though.
1: (laughs) I'm a Chick-fil-A. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but then again,
1: where I live, Bojangles is pretty popular down here. Mm. So, and there's another tradition. I don't know if you want to hear about this. It's an Italian one. And, and over Italy, and you know how to say uh, Merry Christmas in Italy? Or in Italian? Mm, no, I do not. Buon Natalia. Buon Natalia means Merry Christmas in Italian. And there's another neat tradition that Italy has, and it's something similar to the Santa Claus tradition. You want me to tell you about it? Yeah. Okay, so it dates back in the 13th century. It's celebrated on January 6th. The night before on the 5th, there's this person called La Bithania, an old witch that travels on a magical broom to each house in Italy, bringing gifts to the children. Like Santa Claus, she climbs down chimneys and gives candy to good girls and black coal to naughty kids. Children leave their Christmas stockings for her. They even write notes for her, and she is the Italian version of Santa Claus. I thought that was a neat fact.
2: Yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. It's kind of like a Nightmare Before Christmas twist. Oh, there you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, do you have any other uh, countries that come to mind with
2: traditions? Um, I believe there's one in Ireland to do with a candle, but I'm not, I, I'm not very sure about it.
1: There, There is. I think that's where they put maybe the night before, or like on Christmas Eve, the night before they put a large candle in the window still that is like the, a guiding light for <laughs> Mary and Joseph to come and before giving birth to Jesus. So I think you're right about that.
2: Yeah, I've seen that, um, practiced, um by my uh, boyfriend's family because he's Irish. There you go. (laughs) Anyway,
1: so in our last show together, Taking Care of the Inner You, we mentioned the concept of self-care during the holidays. What are some good reminders for having a healthy, happy holiday? What are your thoughts? Oh, I have many.
2: (laughs) Please share, my darling. Uh, Well, if you want to keep the family get-together copacetic, Please leave the political discussions for another day. I mean, there's plenty of other days where you can talk politics and they just lead to arguments most of the time. And you want it to be a happy time. And honestly, if you really don't want to visit your family for the holidays, then I say don't. Don't, don't feel obligated to just because they're your family. <laughs> and do what makes you happy. Just enjoy a wonderfully delicious feast with family if that is your thing. Um, Have some happy conversation. Don't pick on one another or bring up sensitive topics such as marriage and kids. There's other times for those topics as well, unless you're a family who can talk about them without getting into a lot of debates, which, I mean, if you can, amazing. (laughs) You know, it's it's good to have days
1: without... Think of anything negative or bringing like drama from to a day, a rest, or just to enjoy quietness. And then, and and just even be among people you love, you know, sometimes you need to put that aside. And I think in today's culture, some people forgot how to put that aside. And I noticed this, uh, I, I saw this last year during the pandemic, when we lost our aunt, uh, that was a very hard time for our our, our family. But I remember being up in Maryland, I end up, and this is nothing to do with our family, but I end up having a few people that contact me on Christmas, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day that were trying to bring me into their drama.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, where is this bring me into The scenario. I have nothing to do it. And what was really sad was one was set off on a a Facebook. And it's amazing how Facebook is definitely a platform where people can just dump all their problems. They think it's a huge venting post. And sometimes too much information, TMI is overload. And so when you try to bring others into your problems where you can maybe put it aside for a day or maybe you have to understand not everyone is capable of being your venter post or or to bring into your problems you gotta learn how to handle your own problems and there's a time and place for things to talk about it and also sometimes a lot of people do not want to be brought into other conflicts so i had that on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And another thing too, you never when it comes to if it doesn't matter if it's family or friends, you never want to have arguments that are unnecessary and can be set for another day to talk about one on one with a better mindset and not with anger, because you can't take back those words. And you and one thing I I, I gotta say this I never like anyone ruining my holidays because there's not so many days in the year you can really completely relax shut off your brain and just enjoy life because you have so much else going on yes exactly and i had like i said last year i had a lot of people because i think i am um, as a life coach and a two of them, they think you can call me up anytime they can just dump on me and not forget that i have a life too and i have and, and even though when i set boundaries these people did not respect me and it created some rips, and it was like, no. And that's when I had to say, no, you need to put that aside and right now enjoy what you have because, you know, life's too short. You don't know yeah. when you're going to have peace to enjoy because right now there's so much going on in the world today. We don't know if something like you might lose your job. You might not have a roof over your head. You might not live in, in, a, in a country that is not at peace anymore. They're at war. You know, we take so many things for granted. And so... When people are in the moment, they're in that emotional downward spiral. They don't realize how their negativity can be a lasting impact for a lifetime. It doesn't matter, short or long, but people are not going to forget about it. And sometimes it's not what you say. It's how you say it made the other person feel. So then when it comes to the holidays, we need to be mindful, not just of our actions, but our words. Our words are like swords, and they carry that. Yeah. And I think another thing, too, people... Don't understand about accountability anymore there are some things that no one else can solve your problems except for you and you need to stop be making yourself a victim so it's good to eliminate some of that drama when it's the right time and place to talk about but not around the holidays at
2: times yes exactly yeah there's there's plenty of other things you can talk about and if you honestly can't have a conversation without bringing up a debate or having an argument with people, then I say, stay silent. <laughs> Silence
1: is golden because sometimes you can say something, you not be able to take that back and time, mm-hmm. especially where I am in my life. My time is more valuable. I cannot waste time anymore. Like yeah. I did before when I was growing up, it's just your, your mindset changes. You, you don't have the tolerance to do what you used to put up with you know in drama
2: and when well, you don't have you know, tolerance and you 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 take off the mask you 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 realize that you don't care anymore <laughs> right and and you're not
1: what's the word I'm looking for you're not as reactive like you were before in situations you don't get yourself involved you know how to stop yourself from getting involved yes and especially around the holidays one thing about self care and you mentioned the word earlier positivity we want around holidays we want to uplift ourselves we want we want to bring joy and and the thing is sometimes i i think holidays are good to be a reminder but we should live our days or our lives every day in that mindset i completely agree and holidays are good reminders to get us kind of back in sync of you know, our if it has to do with resolutions, if it's just being bringing in holiday cheer, but every day we should learn how to live like that. Yeah, exactly. And another thing too is empathy and compassion.
2: Yes, which has uh, been decreased by the pandemic, unfortunately. At least that's my opinion. I could go on for days with, for the, with that, so I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs>
1: But the holidays is a good reminder to be more kinder to others and also to yourself because holidays can be very depressing. Sometimes we might not reach reach our goals to be where we want to be, but sometimes we, we have to, we cannot be hard on ourselves. Anyway, so Sarah, here's a million dollar question to you. Do you have any New Year's resolutions for
2: 2023? New Year's resolutions, um, I guess I would say finish up my degree for elementary education, uh, work on my website some more, get my e-commerce shop to take off, uh, and hopefully receive more brand collaboration offers, gain more traction on my Instagram and my website. Uh, but overall, I, um, I, I truly think 2023 is going to be a great year for me.
1: That's wonderful, and that's a good way of thinking, very positive. I think for me, I am going to continue doing the intuitive life coaching. And also, I am wedding officiant, where I marry people now, and continue to uh, hopefully expand with the show for next year. So, now, do you have any last sparkle tips you like to share with the world that can leave a positive sparkle
2: before we end? Yes, and I think it's a good one for the end of the year. Um, I'd say think really, really hard about what you want in your life and what you want to be in life. And I just say go for it. That's something that I did not do for a long time. And I've done that over the years. And I am the happiest I've ever been. It's important to take time for yourself. And especially if you're around others and you're just trying to take care of them. I mean, you can't take care of somebody else if you don't take care of yourself.
1: I totally agree. And I think for myself is always to remember to be true to myself. And sometimes I have to give back a little bit of my own love to me, especially when I give a lot out to others. And so loving yourself putting yourself first is very important and the more you help yourself you're able to help others yes so sarah thank you for being on the show this was a holiday delight to do this this was a lot of fun i just think it's definitely a different tone from the other two shows that we did together you know we talked a lot about being more serious on the other two shows (laughs) This one, we wanted to put a little holiday spin with some holiday cheer from your <laughs> merry misfits. And I like to say thank you again. I hope to see you next year to do more podcasts with me. That would be the goal.
2: Yeah, that would be amazing.
1: And that will put more sparkle in people's lives.
2: I hope so, yes.
1: Everyone, thank you for listening to today's show, Holiday Cheer with your merry misfits. Until next time. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Blessings, everyone.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Shining Bright with Serene Grace. We hope we have inspired you today and helped you on your journey to awaken the inner you, the empowered you. Until we talk again, have an enlightening week.